2009, we made history with the election of President Barack Obama. He called us to service, as there remains much work to do to end unemployment, poverty, and crime in our communities. There's so many books on how we can accomplish this. But this year, everyone's raving about this summer's hottest new book, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, by Chicago's own Emmanuel Barbie. A graduate of Northeastern Illinois University, Barbie addresses key ways we back our families and communities. But unlike so many other books on this topic, Barbie captivates his reader, presenting solutions through a riveting life story. It's entertaining, it's different, it's exciting. The perfect book club selection. Don't be left out. Get your copy of The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America. Order today at Amazon.com. Greetings, family. Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. If you are new to this channel or podcast, then please subscribe and share our content with your friends. This will help grow our audience. I provide a written transcript in the group with the same name on Facebook for those of you who don't speak English. I also cite all of my sources under show and prove. You can find all the inf all the information under the about section on, on this YouTube channel. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills on my on my show with my listeners from the podcast community. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcast and YouTube channel to help them earn extra revenue during COVID-19. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing and legal services, all for free. Our goal this year is to raise 500,000 for our film project, Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. I would like to thank those of you who have donated to our film project. I encourage people from my friends list and people in my social groups who want to be a part of our film project to please send me your email address to my Facebook inbox. We will hold a, hold a private conference through Google Meeting to discuss the best methods of reaching others via social media, people on their friends list, donors, and local businesses. Gracayo, Chicago, which is the Grassroots Community Activist Institute, of Chicago mission is to eradicate urban violence in Chicago through our programs and services. Our objective is to build a bridge between the diaspora and continental Africans through art, culture, and commerce. Rikai of Chicago will be in the business of creating docudramas, short films, theater, photography, fine arts, music, poetry, literature, 
sculpture, dance, and spiritual development for inner city youth and their families. Once this virus is cleaned up, we plan on launching African tours in order to, for us to move from behind the computer and make real connections with our global black family on, on the continent, starting in South Africa. I created, I created GRACAM, the grassroots community activist movement, because I got tired of all of the division among black people. I created GRACAM in 1991 on a site called Gopher. I wanted to create an organization that focused specifically on solving black issues in America. I wanted to connect with other like-minded African-Americans, Afro-Brazilians, Afro-Caribbeans, Afro-Europeans, Afro-immigrants, and Afro-Latinos throughout the diaspora. This is a podcast where we talk about solving Black issues, African issues, using a spiritual perspective as it pertains to the great awakening of our people that has been prophesied. Our objective is to get our film project fully funded and play it by ear during COVID-19. Once this virus is cleaned up, then we will shoot our film and promote our film in selected movie theaters and sell our DVDs together. We will put Gracam on the map and turn my vision for Black America into reality. In 2021 and beyond, the grassroots community activist movement will be promoting a policy of global Black unity, ownership, and community support. Our objective is to be in a place where we own everything we consume and we support one another. We're reaching out to our group members and listeners and would like to encourage them to support our film project in three ways. They are as follows. Through our virtual store, Gracam merchandise such as COVID face masks, coffee mugs, posters, handbags, and t-shirts. All proceeds will go towards our film project. Secondly, through our nonprofit organization, Gracay of Chicago, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago PayPal page. Donations can be used as a tax write-off because this is a legitimate 501c3. All don donations are the are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Thirdly, you can support us by purchasing my revised book on Amazon through my author page. Keep in mind, community support is where we have to go. And please understand when you supporting our YouTube channel or our podcast, you're supporting an independent Black net network, which will eventually employ Black people in our films, stage plays, and in our actual business. I need Afro African entrepreneurs, especially in South Africa, to, to come on the show and promote their, their businesses and ministries to the diaspora and vice versa. Instructions on, on participation on the show this evening. Once I am done with my presentation, I will open up the virtual phone lines. First, watch my Facebook Live video called Side A. After I finish with my presentation, 
then I will open up the virtual phone lines. Just click on the phone icon to interact with me in real time through Facebook Messenger as a voice call for Q&A. This will be called Side B. With that being said, tonight's segment is entitled Exposing the Political Game to, to, to Undermine the Black Agenda. It's official. President-elect Joe Biden became the 46th president of the United States on Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. The moment President-elect Joe Biden got sworn into office, immigrant groups began pushing their issues. Mind you, many of them are illegals and unable to vote. They are being rewarded for breaking the law. Sadly to say, when it comes to black people and politics, many of us never seem to learn. It's about tangibles. We should have learned our mistake from Obama. It's up to the black grassroots to, to push the, the envelope about black about a black agenda, which would include reparations and repealing qualified immunity. They will also have to put notice on the Congressional Black Caucus if they continue to refuse to represent black interests. Then we will replace them with new people that have our best interests. Immigration is not our issue. No other caucus focus on black issues. He already made it clear what he what his promises are on day one, according to CBS News, a COVID-19 response by rejoining the World Health Organization, immigration, they're going to send a bill to Congress for legislation, legislative immigration reform that will modern, modernize our immigration system and give 11 million undocumented immigrants a roadmap to citizenship. Reading between the lines, they are flooding this country with illegal immigrants in order to neutralize the black votes. The financial elites want to throw another group to compete against us for resources. And the sad thing, a lot of black people voted for, voted to help the Democrats to do this against our, our own interests. Thanks, black America. Many black people don't really understand the political game. If they would have read my revised book, we wouldn't be in this mess. Climate change. President Joe Biden signed executive order to formulate a plan to achieve 100% clean energy economy and net zero emission by 2050. Next, Transgender rights. President Joe Biden repealed transgender military ban enacted by former President Trump, restoring Obama's era guide guidance for transgender students in schools to protect students' access to sports, bathrooms, and locker rooms in accordance with their gender identity. Next, the environment. 
Joe Biden, President Joe Biden enacted an ex executive order to conserve 30% of America's land and water by 2030. The five things listed above, none of them have anything to do with the black agenda. Look at all of the promises made on day one to illegal immigrants and the LGBT community. The first 100 days, the Biden administration will be adding more protection for transgender women and more protection for LGBT Americans. He's not thinking about black people. As I mentioned on my podcast in November entitled Exposing Plantation Politics in America, what sense does it make to vote for this, this man? His track record speaks for, for itself. Biden's agenda prioritizes everyone else except black people. Black America, your shucking and jiving is going to, going to result in real consequences. Immigrants didn't, did not put Biden in power, nor did the LGBT community put Biden, Biden in power. Black people did. This is coming from the mainstream media. Don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. Graphically, the Biden coalition is extremely dependent on African-Americans and suburban whites. And Georgia has both of those those demographics in spades, whereas Trump made inroads with Hispanic voters in the 2020 election. But there just aren't very many Hispanic voters in Georgia to speak of. This is what Dr. King was um, his take on immigration. There has never been a single solid, determined commitment on the part of the vast majority of white Americans on the question of genuine equality for the black man. In 1863, the Negro was freed from the bondage of physical slavery through the Emancipation Proclamation. But he wasn't given any land to make that freedom meaningful. And you know, it was something like having a man unjustly imprisoned for 30 or 40 years, and suddenly you discover that he's innocent, that he's been unjustly jailed for 30 or 40 years. And then you simply go up to the man and say, now you're free. But you don't give him any bus fare to get to town. You don't give him any money to buy any clothes to put on his back. You don't give him any money to get on his feet so that he can rise up once more as a man. But this is what happened to the black man in America. And we must remember this, that at the very same time when America refused to give the black man anything, they said, you're free. He was left penniless, illiterate, standing out in a situation not knowing what to do and where to go. But we must not forget that at the same time, 
The Negro was being treated like this. America was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest. It says that our country was willing to undergird its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. And it refused to undergird its black peasants who were brought in chains from Africa with an economic floor. And so emancipation for the Negro was freedom to hunger. It was freedom to the winds and rains of heaven. It was freedom without a roof over their heads. Freedom without bread to eat. Freedom without land to cultivate. It was freedom and famine at the same time. And it is a miracle that the Negro has survived. So we're still going through the same political game that was taking place during Dr. King and um, the civil rights era um, with these financial elites playing games. Because again, the civil rights movement were, was for our people. We were, the, we were the ones that were the slaves here in this country. Yet, um, because um, the fine, because uh, our grandparents was you know marching and protesting, which was good, but um, you know they hijacked the uh, civil rights movement from us by putting uh, into law that it's for quote unquote minorities. So it wiped out all of that struggle that they um, invested in, all the blood and sweat and tears just went down the drain. Um, well, what I'm trying to say to our people is that um, we can't be, if we want to survive here in the United States, we can't be playing games. We have to work together. Black people delivered Georgia and the, um, the Senate seats, as well as the presidency to the Democrats. This is the reason why this podcast is uh, important. We will give you political education so that you can disregard people who are trying to get get you to vote against our own interests. Those of us in the black media and in the black grassroots will never develop a taste for being abused by the dominant society. The next four years are going to be a learning experience for black people. Black America have a legal grievance with the United States government. Institutionalized racism and public policies have deprived black Americans socially and economically. When black people were on the plantations, they learned how to be subservient doing hard labor and being sexually exploited. What's the difference between an African slave and an African American? An African slave had no agenda other than to serve his master. African slaves worked for 246 years of free, of free labor by force. In contrast, a majority of African Americans have given 60 years of their votes to 
one political party without an agenda. Other groups are voting for their interests or tangibles. As a collective, we don't see ourselves as having power. Black power meant once we have real power through economics, then we wouldn't have to worry about racism because we would be self-sufficient. The financially, the financial elites know how vain and superficial many black people are because they are the architects of this Willie Lynch mentality. Black people like to show off their new cars, homes, and jewelry. We've been preaching about the state of black America for years, but no one wanted to hear about a solution. As I stated many times on this show, once my Christian business is up and running in Chicago, I will declare war on this Willie Lynch mentality within the black culture through my business. Because of the disunity among black people, I predict that our communities are going to get worse. For example, Atlanta used to be the used to be known as the black mecca for uh, for black people. Now Atlanta is slowly dying with 168 murders and facing urban gentrification. This is happening across America in such cities as Detroit, Philadelphia, and yes, Chicago. Black males are 6% of the population Yet we are almost half of the homicide victims. 90% of the homicides are committed by other black males, or as I call them, urban terrorists. In my organization, we will separate ourselves from the Pookie and Ray Rays. That's why, you know, uh, like I said, we want to screen people, get that um, thumb technology, so that way we can keep tabs on who's doing what in the business and make sure that it, um, no one is uh, there just to be freeloading. Everybody's gonna have to um, put in work and um, do their part. The grassroots community activist movement will operate several functions within the black community in terms of media, entertainment, faith, family-friendly events, educational seminars and workshops, and job creation. We will raise the bar in black America. We, we will also have to know the people who stand against our interests. So the so-called sellouts who are giving us false information because they are in the pockets of our oppressors. We need to know the names of every police officers working in our community. We're, we're taxpayers and we're supposed to know who's policing our community. We clearly see that the police department have been infiltrated by suspected white supremacists due to the chaos at the state capitol. Many road cops are dangerous. They're not following the constitution. Again, it's up to the black grassroots to be the watch out group for the black community. We've seen on January 6th that the state is not doing a good job screening uh, the police. Black people have to come off this building 
building a multiracial coalition and start practicing group economics first, first and foremost. And that's what we're going to uh, be doing up in this business. Now that Trump is out of office, who are we going to blame for our problems? I knew black people were going to march to the polls to elect the Democrats without an agenda. The financial elites wanted to prioritize immigrant groups over us. The main reason they are doing this is to, uh, again, undermine the black agenda. My frustration is with black people. Joe Biden has a track record. The 94 crime bill gave rise to mass incarceration of black people. Now black people have rewarded him with, with, with his actions. The reason why we are in this predicament is because black people refuse to unite. He put six executive orders for illegal immigrants on day one. They are telling us that there, there's no money for reparation, but they have grants and scholarships for illegal immigrants and their children. In contrast, Africa is the richest continent on the planet. And yet it is home to the poorest people in the world. The question then is why? The answer is because the former colonizers controlled the economy. For example, the G20 debit initiative claimed to offer temporary pauses on debt repayment, but they won't offer debt cancellation. Africa is being set up for another neo-colonization, this time by, the, by China. The G, G20 are not the friend of Africa because instead of them canceling Africa's debt so that Africa can focus on rebuilding herself up again, the financial elites prefer to continue stealing her natural resources. The CAM plan on bringing the diaspora to the continent to help re-educate our people and bring our talents and skills to help improve the African infrastructure, hopefully in 10 African nations, God's willing. The grassroots community activist movement is trying to mobilize brave and smart black people and continental Africans to embrace my vision for transformation on the African continent. That is why the Grassroots Community Activist Institute is needed in Africa as well, not just here in the United States, so that we can train people to develop the skills and strategy to, um, strategic action to make Africa what it had during the golden age, influence and power at the grassroots level. Here's a history lesson we can use for our advantage. President Lyndon B. Johnson did not support the civil rights bill. Our grandparents kept pushing the envelope or issue until it was passed. Power does not respect begging. You have to keep pushing the issue either through economic boycotts or by withholding your vote from a particular political party until a matter is resolved. 
young people do not let this president give incentives to all these other groups while ignoring us. So it's up to you again. I've been pushing my message for the past 29 years and I don't uh, want to remain behind a computer. I'm doing my best to uh, at this point in time focus on trying to get this film out here. Um, once I get my film out there, I hope that I can reach um, the masses through the film. And hopefully that will put me in a better place um, financially so that way I can just go ahead and um, get this thing popping. Again, this organization is not about me per se, but it's about our racial group. It's about helping our people. So a lot of um, people with the spiritual titles, if they so holy and all that stuff, they just want to focus on getting their praise on and stuff, then uh, yeah, just keep it moving. I want to connect with people that care about truly care about uh, solving black issues. Um, other racial groups, I would say non-black sympathizers. Um, if you want to be a part of this, the best way that you can support us is by uh, supporting our film project through um, PayPal or purchasing items from our uh, virtual store or reading um, my revised book. That's the best way. But um, again, I'm, this is black people's responsibility to build this. Nobody else. And I'm not going to move this organization from behind the computer until I have qualified black people on my management team. Or until, you know, this film is, you know, I generate capital from that film where I can be in a better position to, you know, if black Americans don't want to come forward, then I will hire 